By the way, that, <laughs> that was an orange over there. It was not really red. It was a little orange. It's not that red. Guys, we are champions of Europe. Italy are champions of Europe. For the first time since 1968, we beat England in the finals on penalty kicks. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. We are the champions. My friend. My friend. Everybody's got their voice. Mine is coming back. Mine is not. It's almost there. Yeah, it's almost there. I'm Two. good. I'm good for the moment. What happened? I have too many things on my mind, but I want you guys to continue to celebrate. And then when we read it, we're going to shoot did you see, it out. Um, did you see the one I just sent you guys? Oh, yeah, that was yeah, like, that was the, beautiful. The Pope. The Holy Father. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Father. The Holy Father called the, um, the, um, the Queen. The queen the, and, and the Queen says, just, who yeah. is this? And then, Guys, it was nice. Honestly, it was really nice to experience this together. The memes are great. I can't, like, I'll be honest, it has not hit me yet. It hasn't hit me. because we got so many videos. So, so many. many, so many videos. I woke up at two thirty to go to take a lick and couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't sleep anymore because I have to respond and watch all of There's those. So videos. many messages, so many videos. So. We posted the the highlight. It, it's really cool that what we were saying. Peter and I were saying this yesterday. Obviously, we went to 18th Avenue afterwards, and you know we stayed out all night. What we're saying is like the last time when Italy won, when we had a team that won, was 2006. And for us, we were, we were a little bit too young almost. Like, obviously, we remember, but we don't remember to this extent. And what's nice this time is we have so many videos to remember every moment of the match from the agonizing ones yeah. where they scored in the second minute to still believing, to coming back, to going nuts during the penalty kicks, to being mad when we missed it, to getting excited when they scored. And then when Donnarumma stopped it, we have everything documented that we could show for years from now. It's beautiful. But if I had asked you guys now if you could record the 2006 celebrations, how, like how priceless is to have that footage? You know what I'm saying? And now you can look at it 10 years, 15 yeah, years uh, later. It's like, damn. I kept thinking you know that yesterday. Saying? They said 2006 was crazy. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. If, you, yeah. if it was recorded, that's what I'm saying. No, we, we have, have, sure. yeah, we well, have I mean, some pictures, but yeah, we have not, no video. Yeah, not everybody. On the, the phone, you have grainy. Exactly. Because yeah. YouTube just came out that year, yeah. 2006, believe it or not. Mm. <laughs> but the stuff is not that good. It's not. You don't get everything. bad. You don't get everything. Unless you had somebody that was filming. But also, our reaction. Like you don't get you yeah. don't get exactly how you felt oh, in the moment. Sure. So it was a really this was an amazing experience. It's the first time that we've had IFTV where we've had actually Italy winning. If you remember in 2017, we went to Sweden to go watch Italy, and it was you and I outside the stadium pissed off because we couldn't score a goal to Sweden. And that that was like the first of IFTV. And now we finally get to this moment where we're champions of Europe. You want to know something funny? This is unbelievable. It's like a, all of those tiny little details that they came out together into a full circle. We were playing soccer on Sunday morning. Me, this guy here, and a bunch of other uh, friends, Anthony Catanzaro, uh, uh, what's okay. his name, Giuseppe Falanca, okay. you name it, all of them. Frank, Frank the Tank. Okay, I got you. So uh, <laughs> their we finished the game, we finished the game, and I said to Frank, me, Nicola, Giordano, and Frank, I said, guys, let's go to Villa Batte together. We, as a routine, we get a shot of coffee and a, and a croissant over there, or whatever they want. So uh, on the way over there, on the way uh, to, to Villa Bate, I see uh, Giuseppe Palanca, Palanca on, uh, on, on the car. I said, hey, Tom, make sure today, you know, today is our day. I said, meet me on Villa Bate. Uh, we're going to go, go forth. Okay, I'm going to be right there. 
we, we are two, three blocks uh, away. We see Anthony Catanzaro with the bike. And I said to myself, I said, this is coming to a full circle. I said, hey, Ed, where are you going? I said, come uh, to Villa Bate. We're going to have the coffee for, uh, as I said, I, I said uh, you know, pre-celebration for uh, tonight. Uh, uh, I mean, for the three o'clock uh, match. I meet you right there. Then I stopped at the sign. I stopped at the stop sign. And I see Anthony Catanzaro, believe it or not. He goes on 75th Street and 20th Avenue. And... Uh, with the phone on his hands, another hand on the bike, he, had the, he, he switched whatever he was doing. He passed in front of the St. Dominic's over there and he makes the sign of the cross. I said, okay, that's it, we won. <laughs> this was, this was for me. I'm telling you right now because, you know, after that, Sure enough, three, four blocks later, I get to meet my wife and my son on 18th Avenue. <laughs> they were trying to buy, in front of Villa Bata, they were trying to buy Italian t-shirts with my wife and said, Campione d'Europa, I said, that is bad luck, you don't do that. <laughs> so, and then I said to myself, then she baked the cake too, a day before, my wife, I said, you, God forbid something goes wrong, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> so, uh, well, oh, the only oh, thing I got from this story is that you need to go, you know, you need a new section. You gotta yeah. go around your block circle all times. Everyone's loving your circle. Everyone's loving your circle. Those are all little signs that they build up to uh, us winning the cup because uh, normally you don't do things like that. You don't bake the cake, you don't buy the shirt, you don't celebrate before, but we did. We did. <laughs> well, you, did. Sorry. we did. <laughs> you did. We did. What were you gonna say? Uh, <laughs> you gonna say no, 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 no. We're all. We're all. I was gonna say, don't use. Uh, don't mention last names when. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you don't know where people were supposed to yeah. be on that day. <laughs> Just say, uh, you know, with the first name. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, amazing yeah, moment. Amazing moment. Uh, we're champions, guys. Everybody in the chat. Uh, I hope you guys celebrated and enjoyed. It's a great moment. We're gonna talk about the game. We'll talk about the moment. We'll talk a little bit about what we did afterwards. Uh, first thing first, we do have to say uh, that Antonio was the only one when we sat here before the podcast started. He was the only one who had Italy winning. The rest of us, I think we all predicted France as the winners. I'm pretty or sure. Else. Belgium. Yeah. Belgium. Okay. We predict a semifinal. We were saying that a quarterfinal and semifinal run would have been a great success, which I think we still do agree that if we got to the semifinals, it would have been great. But for the way that the tournament was going, it really started to feel like, my gosh, this is Italy's time. We were, in my opinion, the most united team. We were the, the, the team that were brothers. We fought for each other. We died for each other. And that's the reason why we won this tournament. And the thing that makes me so happy is that we had a hard route to the, fi route to the final, right? Everybody, Barthez, Vieta said, oh, you know, once they play tough teams, they're going to be out. They can't get past Belgium. They can't get past France, right? We beat Belgium. We beat Spain. And then we beat England. And I know it was in penalty kicks, but we even outplayed England. That was a final that we in their home in their that's home right. Sixty-five thousand people unbelievable unbelievable that's what makes what makes me so happy is there is no doubt in my mind that we are the best team in europe we proved it it's not that the game just went to penalty kicks we didn't do enough we defended no not at all we outplayed them we outplayed england and for me england was lucky that they went to penalty kicks yeah, let me tell you something I got to tell you something. I loved all the negative press that we, we received because that was the motivating factor for us to just show to them, hey, listen, we're not here to be walked on, on a, like a, we're a piece of a, a rug that you can just, just rub your feet before you get, you get into your house. So uh, we're here to make a statement. Mm -hmm. We're going to try to play a hard off 
and then we'll see what happened okay so right now we who's laughing who's laughing in italy we say ride bene chi ride l'ultimo can you translate Pete? The Since person that laughs the best is the one that laughs the last. The last laugh laughs, is laughs, the laughs, best laugh. Yeah. Okay. The, and what's funny is Bonucci even said, they asked Bonucci after the game, they're like, was this whole, it's coming home? Like, how did you guys deal with it? And he's like, we had to hear that day in and day out from these guys, and it motivated us to try to prove them wrong. He's like, they thought it was going home. Guess what? It's coming to Rome. So I love, I love that they use that as their motivation. I think definitely, the, especially the English media, they got ahead of themselves, and, and it definitely backfired because sure. they were so confident going. Every English person that I talked to, I, you know, I like to, I like to wait, to be honest. I like to wait. I kept saying, oh, England's going to win, put the pressure on them, whatever. They were so confident that they were going to beat us yeah. that it probably played against them. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, real Ferdinand already, even just reaching the final, he already – pretty much ridden off Italy and said, oh, we already won. We're the best team in the tournament. I don't care if that sounds cocky or not. Like, making it seem like they won it already. After he said it doesn't matter who Denmark. wins between Spain and Italy. He Crazy. said, I already know. This is before Denmark even went in. He said, it doesn't Crazy. matter what happens in this game. He goes, I know. Yeah. He's like, England will beat both of these teams. And the crazy thing is, like, England really shouldn't have any of this arrogance. They right? haven't been anywhere. Yeah. They've won once in 1966 and haven't been to a final since. So they never I, went to a Euro it final. Could be, it could be that you know, it was a certain feeling, the fact that they were playing at home, the fact that they've had such a run, that they had an easy run to the final. Because after beating Germany, they, you know, faced, with all due respect, but inferior squads than what Italy had to face to get to uh, the final. Um, you look at player by player, England and even the bench, you know, uh, they have a lot of quality. But we find they're out... They're not better than us? Listen, I, I don't know about that. Listen, in the end, but individually that doesn't make a team what makes a team is the exactly. unit how you play together how the you know the locker room is and uh, i guess even for england right they kind of celebrated too early and it caught with them even by scoring in the second minute they mm -hmm. thought it was done they mm -hmm. thought they had it that was a lucky, so a lucky yeah. day because and they scored on the second you know? minutes that was and, a lucky and day. i want to you jump know? in foxtrot actually said uh you guys see that in new york try living in england so imagine being an italy supporter living in england we hear from social media uh, yeah. but imagine hearing it on the streets every day uh, like were, stuff you can't even turn off your phone they you were hear obsessed. them all the time oh, yeah. you're right so it's a different perspective so the, for this sure. um so this team that we had, I mean, we had everything against us. So we had the stadium was against us. England played seven out of the eight games at Wembley. Crazy. They had 65,000 fans. They had politically against us. I mean, there were so many factors against us. And mm. uh, this team showed how together they were how they were willing to fight, how they were willing to leave everything on the field. And that's the, the great thing about this team. Even though we didn't have probably in individual players, because if you look at France and if you look at Mbappé and Chrisman, Benzema, Kanté and Pogba, I mean, those are ex World great class. players. But that's not what wins a tournament. Like he said, what wins a tournament is, is this group of players that they had this brotherhood together and they were willing to fight with one another and even when immobile was not having his best game they were also with him and they were embracing him and they were part of the group and and everybody they made him feel part of the group this is what mancini created mm -hmm. you know if uh, 
if Locatelli went in, he was part of the group, even though Chiesa did not start the first uh, the first game. But then he came, it became. So even if you were on the bench, you were part of the group. He made everybody play. I think everybody. Everybody. Uh, I didn't see Bastoni. I, I think. Except he for did, Bastoni. No, he came Wales. in. He did come in. Yeah, he did so come in, but he made everybody start, start be out, part of this group. And this was the strength of this group. It was everybody came together and they fought and they fought and that from the first minute until the last minute of the game they were there to to um to fight and it's a great great accomplishment so uh, and a great great feeling and bonucci said you know this is the best day of my career um and uh you know even though we had some uh, uh doubts uh, when the tournament starting about the uh uh the center forward but hey the group came through and that's what's the most important thing mm -hmm. so even if the center forwards were struggling we always found Chiesa to help out we had Locatelli to help out Barella scored a beautiful goal mm -hmm. you know Berardi score you know we had everybody and in the Spinazzola country. too arguably Spinazzola the, the tournament was unbelievable yeah and uh, Bonucci came through and of course the best of, of all of them Donnarumma Came oh, yeah. big, the in the world, big, big in oh, the yeah. last two games well, with the with the yeah, um, penalties. Uh, I want to remind everybody right now. I know it's emotional time for everybody. Uh, that's why we made the Calcio's Coming Home tees that we released right now. They're available on ItalianFootballTV.com. Represent the bio. them. We have to show our pride. You know, the, Are they on the bottom of the screen? I don't get to see it. I can't, I don't, I don't link in know. the description. Oh, there's so a link. I'll see it right there. For, yeah. for everybody, you know, they were saying they had this It's Coming Home, every the banner, shirts, everything already beforehand. We wanted to wait till afterwards, until after we won to be able to release it. And that's why we were prepared with it. So and I, we already know so many messages from people that are excited to receive their shirts. So head on over right now. Support Italy. Support your team. Calcio's coming home because guess what? This is this is my logic. Listen, I respect England. I respect them. I said they, they deserve to be in the final. Yes, I had some problems with some of the things that they were saying about us and some of the things that they did, but I respected them. The thing is, home is where the titles are won. And we are the nation. We've got four World Cups and now we've got two Euro champions. We are one of the most successful nations in football of all time. You have to win. You have to win to talk. And that's exactly what we did. And that's why it's coming home. And now we're talking. And now we're talking. Okay, let me, we just, waited. Let me say something. First of all, I want to pick up from what Gaetano said. He said that this, this, mass, this match was politically charged because, uh, you know, England, England just gets out of Brexit because of the Brexit. Okay, and we're then, not talking about this. No, no, no. No, no, I'm saying that Italy was not really alone over there playing in London. We are a lot of nations. Without, we had all Europe. We are Scotland. We had a lot of people cheering us for us. So that was number one. Number two, I wanted to know the rationale for the coach of England. Not to play superstars like Rashford, like uh, uh, who else coming over there? Religious. That guy is another one. Yeah. Sancho was another one. What was the rationale? You want to win the game? That's a question for you again, Catano. You have to win the game during the regular time or during the overtime. You don't leave those people on the bench and you just bring them in for the last two, three minutes just because you wanted to take the chance for the penalty kick. What was well, it? I don't I, any ideas uh, well, I listened to what Alex was saying and. Uh, he will think about it. He will think about this a lot in the next wow. month or two. Oh, the yeah. coach, you know, to, and he will be criticized to, for bringing in two players so in the last right. minute of the game that had, they haven't played and they both missed the penalties. Crazy. I mean, that's Why gonna that's gonna give him nightmares. And then the other thing that they were, they were talking about was, 
you are on the fifth penalty, fifth and decisive penalty, and you have a saga, the 20-year-old. 19. 19-year-old, take this penalty when you have Sterling and you have Grealish, uh, Grealish you know, and you don't Crazy. let them take a take a shot and you let uh, the, this uh, so he's gonna yeah they're gonna he's gonna get some uh, oh, yeah. he's gonna get a lot of uh, criticism criticism about that and the last thing that I will say is uh, okay England plays seven out of the eight games at home but it should it would have been fair if the fans would have been 30,000 Italians 30,000 English fans it's not fair that you have 60,000 and then maybe 5,000, whatever, whatever the yeah. number was. I don't know the number. So that's something that for the future they should look into it. Yeah. But, you know, England was, uh, um, you know, they deserve to be in the final. Uh, they, they were there. I mean, the coach, you could criticize all you want, but he made all the right moves until the final. I think in the final he's going to get criticized. Just, but just to pick up on this, please, and then I, because I know you know better than me this stuff here. The coach, from what I understand, it was the guy that played – into the, the the another championship and he was the one that missed the penalty wasn't it yeah i think i think oh, he did have the experience with that but i think what peter said in the beginning too scoring in the second minute almost hurt them in a way because they started and and this is one of the criticisms <laughs> right, if we remember in the british tv they were saying oh italians they just play catenaccio they dive they do this it almost looked like the reverse because once they scored that first goal they locked themselves down and they just defended harry kane was behind the ball Listen. the entire game it yeah. almost hurt them. They played, they played very good the first twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes, and then that's it. I mean, if you look at the numbers, I'm gonna get the numbers now. Well, they had know, one shot on target. You, you'll continue, but target. I'm gonna get you some numbers that uh, of the game. Seventy. I think we had seventy-one percent possession. Yeah, in the second half. Fourteen shots. I remember at one 11, point. I think. So the the thing is, I think that that hurt them, Let and they started to play. They started to play the calculation game of oh, let's not concede. Oh my God, we're you know it's coming home. Yeah. We got sixty five thousand fans. Yeah. We don't want to overexpose ourselves against Italy, and that's why he stopped. He didn't make those substitutions because he was scared. Yeah. I think that's what happened that played into it. And then just to finish off, because I don't want to talk about England too much. I do want to talk about Italy, mm -hmm. but the people that criticize Rashford and Sancho <laughs> from and and even Sacco for missing the penalty kicks. I would not criticize them at all. Number one, I won't criticize for missing a penalty kick, to be fair, because I don't, I don't, I don't, it's 50-50, whatever. Number two, in my opinion, and I've given England credit, they were lucky that it went to penalty kicks. It's, yeah. it's, it's the coach's fault that he didn't put them in way earlier, those players. It's not their fault for missing the penalty kick. England did not try to win that game. They did not try to win that game. It was dominated. We dominated. We were the aggressors. We dominated. We attacked. We did not defend. They look like they invented Catenaccio. All right, so I'll give you some numbers. Ball possession, 65%. Italy. It's Italy. Man. Uh, 35%. Uh, one time it was over seven. In the, if you look at just the second, second half, half, it was, was we were like 72. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Total shots, 19 for um, Italy, Man. 6 for England. Uh, on target. Ch chances created 11 for Italy, four for uh, for England. Uh, accurate passes 726 against 319. Wow. wow. Passes success 89 percent. I mean, uh, it's just uh, all the numbers. You know, they they're all in our favors. You no, know, we, we there's no there's no doubt in the mind that we played the better game. Even though it did come down to penalties, and people could say it's 50 50. 
we should have won that game in the yeah. in the regular time, and, and in I my w- opinion. I want to give a lot of credit to Mancini, too. Even, you know, all the excuses to lose that final, conceding second men and all that stuff. The first half, they looked really badly. But the second half, they changed completely. I really feel like they transformed. He made a couple of subs earlier, too, which we were happy Learned. about. He, that's he, what he, I'm that's, I, I was scared he was going to be stubborn and wait to the 60th again. Mm-hmm. But really revolutionized, and they got English. On the back foot, mm-hmm. and it looked like England were trying to pin away so they don't concede another goal. So they really changed the momentum in the first and the second half. And I give so much respect to Mancini and the squad. Oh, listen, I think Mancini, um, you know, we everybody could always criticize yeah. decision. Oh, why did he do this? Why did he do that? But this was the first time that Italy went down. So I think he was forced to say, hey, mm-hmm. there's only so much, so much time left in the second half. I have to make my subs earlier. Mm-hmm. Whereas even in the Spain game where we were playing poorly we were up one nothing so maybe you kind of wait a little bit longer a little bit longer let's try to see what happens still good so but but yeah and he was able to make it work but he took you know in the spain game and then to this game he took our number nine out and put a false nine and i think that really changed this italy team because besides the possession stats to be quite honest we did what you know what we complain about spain yeah yeah possession but you didn't really yeah uh, and the first no, one, we were, the, we were creating chances. I think after, I think when we took out Immobile, oh, yeah, that's, that's when that's we started the, the game a little game, bit better. The game changed yeah. Yeah. when Berardi came in yeah. and Immobile yeah, yeah, yeah. came 100%. off. Immobile is just anti-playing we can good all football agree for on us. That. He's not, a, he's not able to hold up the ball. He doesn't check Listen, in. What Car- Harry the bottom does. line is this: that we've been criticized for playing that kind of game. Once you are up one nothing, you close you close all the stuff here. You park the bus on the backside, and you don't let anybody in. You lock the door, and you don't let anybody in. So what the English people do? This is what they criticize us for. They play they did exactly run. what we we taught them how to do it. The only problem with them is they don't know how to do it. Yeah. So, but we, they taught they took it from years ago. This yeah, because Italy, if we went up one zero, we would not have been okay with one zero. We've no. shown it how many times that we want a second, third goal. We never are content with that. Absolutely, it was a not. difference in mentality. Mm-hmm. I think the mentality uh, that comes from Mancini, the mentality that comes from Vialli, where they've been played and uh, they've been around the world and mm-hmm. uh, with different teams, and uh, that helps too. Hundred uh, percent. That that helps you. Oh yeah, the staff. I mean, yeah. that Rossi was there too. I mean, you look at the staff. Him you're sliding like, wow. on, the, on the table, man. <laughs> yeah. it, it was everything. It felt like a fairy tale. It really, really felt uh, like everything worked in our favor, and and we did the right thing. To talk about Mancini, Mancini was the leader that we wanted. And I'll be completely honest, and I'm sure a lot of us were on the same boat. Where when when Mancini's name was tossed around in the beginning, I was not crazy about Mancini. You know, I always I thought he was a good coach. I didn't think that he would be this revolutionary type of coach that he is. He really built from the bottom to the top. Even our youth teams, he wants them playing 4-3-3. He wants them with this mentality. It was not just, I'm going to come in, I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to go out to win. He's trying to build this revolution. What's unbelievable is that in his first, we just started the Mancini error, and we won. That's and crazy, right? Obviously, one important factor, too, by the way, is that this year was supposed to be last year. It played so much into our favor that it came the next year because – we had a one more year of our team getting united, getting together, understanding his ideas, building confidence. And I just give Mancini so much credit for being the face and revolutionizing things. Because it's hard to come to Italy, to, to be in Italy, and try to change a culture. A culture of a team that's never been this attacking-minded team, right? That will get criticized if you're up 1-0, you try to score a second, and then not being scared to concede, but being optimistic to go out and attack. 
It's what we wanted, and we got the perfect coach. While, yes, we've criticized some little things, of course, we have been so blessed to have gotten this guy, and I'm just so happy and thankful for Mancini for doing the right thing, for never really you know, having this arrogance about him to not change. He showed throughout this tournament as well that he was willing to change. He had one idea of what it was supposed to be, Maybe it took him a little bit of time, but guess what? By the time the final came, he built into that he role. Adjusted. And we, we deserve this so much. Let's talk a little bit. I'm going to name players, and let's, yeah. let's give a, a sentence about yeah. them. Gijo Donnarumma. MVP. MVP. Of the tournament. Uh, not, a, not one game. Everything. He won, I, he won player of the tournament. I say one. To be honest, uh, Donnarumma was great, but I, if, honestly, if I had to give my player of the tournament, I think I'd have to give it to Chiellini. I wasn't asking player of the tournament. Oh, no, but I'm saying for player of the tournament. Okay. MVP no, Donnarumma. Donnarumma is the best goalkeeper, youngest goalkeeper. He's, I think he's going to be the next best goalkeeper in the history of he's football. He's 22 years old already. He won a Euro Cup. He looked so confident. Didn't look shit. He looked like he was. He had 40 years of experience between the sticks, which is incredible for someone his age. Look I at the like confidence he gave to us. It, mm -hmm. it's in, we knew he was going to stop. We like, knew at least every, one he was going to stop. I mean, every shot too. Every shot. You're not even scared. Oh, it's gonna, is he going to fumble? Is he going to, you know, is going to go for a corner? He's grabbing. <laughs> he's confident. It's did he know, did he know that we kid. won uh, the cup when, uh, when he saved yeah. that last yeah. shot? You see, because Cold. That's, he, what, I, that's he, what I was wondering. He was walking. He was walking, he was and, and everybody was going crazy. And he was walking he was so waiting. cool. And I, you know, I think I lost count of the penalties too. I, 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 I didn't know what, what the hell was going <laughs> on. <laughs> we, we started celebrating, and then we're like, "Wait a second, yeah, yeah." Because yeah. they didn't and celebrate. Even the Piero says, "I lost count." He goes, "I didn't know what the hell was going on." But this guy was so cool. I mean, how can you be a twenty-two? You could be this confident, and when Jorginho misses that penalty, mm. you know, I, I, I said, that's oh, it, man. you know, I oh, know my God. Bad. Really? I, I, I said, you know, because he, 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 he never misses, and the guy is so cool, and he always, um, the goalkeeper is on one side, and he the kicks on the other side, right. even though I never liked this when you the do steps. that. The step, the I, step, I, right? I never liked that. I'd rather that you, you know, you give a strong shot because even if the goalkeeper guesses like um, Kane, the guy, he he's guessed it, but it he's not going to get it. There's no way he's going to get it. And if Donnarumma can't get that, no keeper in the world right. can get that. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> now you're really in trouble. But Donnarumma, came he out came big. big. And can you believe it? He's playing with Chiellini, who's 37 years old. He's 22. And this guy, he lifts the whole team the whole nation on his upon his sh shoulder and he wins with that with the greatest save he wins the tournament uh, you know what can you say that the, the kid is a hero i was i was more nervous when it's funny because everyone we met yesterday at 18th avenue was saying like oh when Jorginho missed it i thought we we're done i felt that more with belotti's to be honest, when Belotti missed it, I was like, oh, God. We're no, it was so early, though, But at that when time. Jorginho missed it, I was like, oh, we still got Donnarumma in net. I thought we still had a ch I, I was still really confident. I felt like we were going to do it. But I said it before the, the penalty started. I said, we are in the penalties, and we are going to win because Donnarumma is going to save. Mm -hmm. He's going to save. At least one. At least one. And, and then two. he saved two. And they missed one. Yeah. yeah. But I knew Great he was going to save one. Uh, and that's the, the great thing about this uh, this kid. You so know? Chiellini, Chiellini and Bonucci, best center backs in the world. 
Can we? Is it fair to say? I'm not 100% on board with that. <laughs> I have to tell you, you can become you become the best center back when you know who you have on your back. Okay, Donnarumma, he has given both of those two guys a lot of confidence. You do not play with that kind of confidence if you don't know who you have on your back. To me, Donnarumma, I mean, I'm not gonna take anything away from them. You know, only the only thing that I. I'm not 100% with the, uh, Chiellini and Bonucci is, is the grand standard with the cup all the time after we won. They should have given the cup to Donnarumma and do something, right. you know? Uh, so but, uh, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll, no. we'll leave that. Donnarumma, forget about Chiellini and Bonucci. Okay, okay, no problem. We don't need your opinion on Chiellini and Bonucci. Chiellini and Bonucci were absolutely phenomenal. Of course. Uh, probably yeah. I mean, the two best centre-backs in the I mean, they stop, they stop everybody. Yeah. They stop the best forwards in the world. They stopped it. And then they and Bonucci even scored the goal yesterday. So what else do you want? And what's so funny is that they're older, right? That everybody's made a lot. Chiellini, thirty-seven, right? We play a high line, and we were still able to do it. Chiellini in the hundred twentieth minute, we were losing our mind. The guy was trying to overlap on the left hand side. He's playing us in the back. Attack. I mean, yeah. he found something inside. Chiellini and Bonucci, they did a lot for our national team over the years when the rest of the team was not good. They deserved. They deserved to win something for Italy. Yeah, and I mean Chiellini. He's a world-class defender. I mean, we always talk about the, the striker, the the midfield and everything. But, I mean, you see what he does game in, game out. He's he's a warrior, and that's what you want. You want a defender that's fearless, that's going to be able to take on a man. And if he sees it's the biggest guy, the strongest guy, Chiellini's yeah, up for the challenge. You know, you, Lukaku, Lukaku, Kane. Yeah. I mean, those are the top, top world-class players, and they stopped them. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think even going back, the day before, Argentina won, right? And Messi lost four Copa America finals. And then you look at Chiellini, who has also lost, mm -hmm. whether it be with Juventus, two Champions League finals with Italy in the 2012. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was like a little... Uh, revenge. Know, not even revenge, but it's, it's the a cherry on top, top of, yeah. a, of a great career that he had. And I think it, it's fitting that he's able to go home with, with this Euro. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Uh, no, by the way, one other thing I know people were talking about. I don't want to make it a conversation, but I know people were talking about the pull on Kaylin. Some English fans were talking about this. Uh, never a red card. I know some people are saying he should have been sent off. That's a tactical foul, a professional foul, as they would call yeah. it. That it's a smart player. You don't let the guy go back. You got to grab him by the by the shirt. You grab him by the shirt. You got to grab him by the legs. Absolutely. You pull the guy down. You don't let him go. Should he have cleared the ball and not done it? Yeah. Okay. He screwed up. And guess but what? Plan B. He made up he made for it. It's a yellow card. There was the Jorginho one that people are saying is a red card. I mean, listen, the guy went for the ball. He stepped on him afterwards because he slipped on top of the ball. Never a red card, in my opinion, especially with the way that the referee was letting everything go. By that, you know, the referee was consistent. He was letting everything go. And guess what? English players were the ones that were getting no yellow cards. Sterling was diving. They were wasting time. There was one point, by the way, Harry Kane was rolling on the floor, and his team still had the ball. He got up, just like Immobile did on the yeah, celebration. Yeah. It just wasn't caught on camera as much, and nobody shared it on social right, media. Right, so that's right. why nobody talked about Harry score Kane. Because yeah, yeah, they didn't score did, on And uh, Sterling did the same thing. Exactly. So, yeah, I just don't want to hear about that. How important was – we're going to conclude uh, in a second, but how important was Federico Chiesa this tournament, guys? So for somebody that uh, criticized Chiesa because of his days at Fiorentina and he wanted to leave and um, he was uh, arrogant about it. I mean, I love the guy now. He is the only forward that, that we have that as soon as he gets the ball, he looks at 
this is where the goal is, and that's where I'm going. I'm going forward. I'm going to take on a guy. I'm going to dribble in, and I'm going to take a shot. Mm -hmm. I love this guy because he will get the ball. Whenever he gets the ball, he wants to go forward, and he wants to score. I uh, criticize uh, uh, Insigne because he gets the ball, and he passes back. Every pass that he gets, every ball that he gets, he passes back. And you're a forward. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to go forward. You're supposed to try to get that goal. Put the ball in the middle. Look, look, f you know, for the for the guy that is inside to try to to create something. And he was the one that always tried to create something. Yeah, the, okay, the character so of, of. Let me say something Keza about him. I was one of these uh, worst critics, but uh, I think he must have been listening to the podcast because, uh, <laughs> listen. When you take a criticism and you, you make a constructing criticism and you, you take it the right way, that's what I think has motivated Kesa because Kesa in Florence was not what it was paid for and, and the reasons why he left and the Fiorentina's uh, the Fiorentina uh, ownership was not really fully behind the move. And then he goes into Juventus and starting to show some sort of a, you know, a character. So, you know, he, you have to step up to the plate. And I think this year was uh, Kesa best year so far. And, uh, you know, this is the coronation of what he did on the, on the Euro Championship. And uh, I liked it the way he played because, like Gatano said, it just was laser focus on the, on the net. And I said, I'm not going to, I'm going to do all my best. I'm going to give my heart out until I really get to that point. Yep. So uh, I just tip my hat to him. Said I, was yeah. not, I was not wrong, but uh, I think that what we said about him, he made him uh, a better player. Yeah, his character just was a testament to how incredible he was. Last guy that uh, we'll talk about for a second, it was Jorginho, Champions League winner and now Euro Cup winner. A man that was often criticized for uh, with as, as a player, both in England and in Italy. Ventura once said that he has no place in the national team for him. And he was one of the most crucial players for us this entire tournament. Just an absolute beast, an intelligent player, a man that reads the game like no other, that does passes and does a lot of the dirty work that goes unnoticed. And I'm happy that he's getting his credit. The last penalty, listen, I, it would have been beautiful if he won it again. It would have been the cherry on top of the cake. I don't fault him at all. He was the leader that we, he was a silent leader that we needed. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm just so proud of, of Jorginho and what he brought to this Italian national team. Is he worthy of the Pallone d'Oro? Because there, are, there is a lot of rumors about that. To me, to me he is. But if he would have scored, like you said, that penalty, I there know. would be no doubt. I know. No doubt. With a penalty over there, you win the Champions League. You score a critical penalty against Belgium. You put them out of their misery. And then you score that penalty against, against England and you take the, the cup. That would be 1,000% no, I mean, no doubt. Who else deserves it? I'm trying to think. That's, that's, who, a, good, who, that's who, a good question. Who else, who else when, was when better you, than like Virginia? Messi, Messi, you know what I'm saying? Messi, I know he won Copa America. But with Liga, Barcelona, with place. La Liga, nothing. Yeah. Ronaldo, same thing. Ronaldo can't win it. So you start to look at who Other can win options. it. The list gets shorter. And that's not taking anything away from Jorginho. But that helps him a little bit more. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how the next. There's still six months to go yeah, yeah, until yeah. until you can actually win the Ballon d'Or. But I think there is there is a real question on how important he is. It's just way harder for a midfielder to win, more so a center defensive mid. We know Modric won it, but Modric was playing for a. What about a goalkeeper? Things a little bit different. Goalkeepers, oh, impossible. Buffon could have won it. I think the only one was Yashin, right? Oh, the Russian, Russian keeper, right? Well, Yashin? Uh, Canovaro won as a center back in 2006. Listen, I would say Donnarumma so. could be a candidate too. We'll see what he does in his first six months with PSG. Guys, last question. Uh, 
by the people for, are saying Lewandowski. By the way, we don't want to be we don't, we don't want to be the negative ones. Uh, but I will say from right now, and okay, we we got everything out of the way. I never want to see Immobile and Belotti play for the national team again. I I gave no no I gave them the oppor- I gave them the benefit of the doubt before the tournament. They proved that they don't have it. We have eighteen months to find the striker. We have eighteen months. Whether it's Moise Keane, whether it's Raspadori, find a new striker because these guys are not coming in when the going gets hard. They're not coming in. Maybe you want to leave Belotti on the bench. Okay, fine. Maybe you want to leave Immobile on the bench. Fine. I wouldn't. Personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give Immobile the honor to wear the nas- national team jersey anymore. Jeez. What? That sounds so. Harsh. That's kind of harsh. That's no, that's harsh. That, that, that yeah, harsh. because I gotta tell you the reasons. <laughs> I'll tell you the reasons oh, why. Man. Right now, so Italy harsh. does not have forwards, like we said. Okay. We have 18 months for a World Cup to what, find somebody. Yeah. What? What? What I'm saying is maybe, maybe during the build up to, to the World Cup, which is next year, I believe, right? So for the build up of the, you know, you never know, they might change case was not what it, what it is right now, last year. So maybe Immobile, I mean, it's not, he just, he doesn't have the age of, of Kesa, but something can happen. Anytime that somebody gets criticized, something triggers into the mind. Now with Immobile, 2017 against Sweden, uh-huh. You know, uh, 180 minutes, nothing. He didn't do anything. Him and Immobile, they disappeared. We needed one goal. They disappeared. So from 2017 up to uh, yesterday, what did he do with the national team? He hasn't done anything with the national team. You need to find find a couple of young kids and try to develop them Mm -hmm. and try to put them. Forget about Bellotti. Forget about Immobile. Don't even think about it. Exactly. For the next year, try different options, Even and then f- false nine. Yeah, and then if, if there's nothing else that works, but for the next year, I would not even. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, I, I would try something else. Let, let it motivate them. Let it motivate them Got to go off and not have an automatic. I mean, Immobile literally had an automatic starting spot this Euros because nobody else he was did. there. Yeah, for me, that's I mean, not good. We play. Uh, you agreed that we play better once Immobile went out. Right. But, but the, the same token, Gatano, the team you know started. The time started playing. But from the, the first minute he went out he's anti he's anti everything that we're trying to do but, but the same token even Insigne didn't do much because he was passing the ball passing but the ball he passing stepped the up ball. At, he stepped you know, up Insigne stepped up at times listen Insigne right. could be a little bit better but he's a, he's still a good player he Immobile was like he couldn't even control the ball at times it was it was so scary to give him the ball because you almost knew that he was going to lose it I think once uh, Insigne went in the middle that's what he, he got involved a lot more yeah. than staying on the wing yes and then get the ball and give it back. Insigne yeah. false nine. The, that's get it. him, yeah. get him in the middle of the field. Why when not? he gets the ball, he's got the skills. He's, he can turn, and then he can give a nice pass. Chiesa, Chiesa, Berardi on the wings, and Insigne as the false nueve. We start to, we start to try. Let's not forget about Zaniolo when he's back healthy too. Listen, one last option. thing that I wanted to mention yeah, that really was scared me yesterday. I saw for maybe half an hour. Italy playing intentionally not giving the ball to Di Lorenzo that really pissed me off I mean you made a mistake you have to pick the, the guy up good. too you have to pick him up because you know you made a mistake just I, you have to I, pick him up you yeah, have to encourage the I kid I understand but uh, did you see how Jorginho was telling him to, to go overlap to overlap, yeah, overlap, right. overlap and he's and he staying in the middle there. what are you doing yeah. in the middle you're a, you're a right fullback you're supposed to go on the wing and, and cross a ball he started getting better better a little the later second on half he played took better, him a though. long time in the like second on. part of the second half he started yeah. to get a little bit yeah. better but, but it's bad when your teammate it wasn't one time Jorginho was telling him multiple times yeah. that he needed to push up yeah. as a fullback you should know that guys we're the champions of Europe 
We are Campione d'Europa. I'm so happy. Enjoy, celebrate. You know, we still will. Yes. Can uh, we finish with pop, 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 pop? We're going to finish and, with uh, Guys, we still have the ice cream, right? Yes. Yesterday. And guys, okay. ItalianFootballTV.com. Pick up your shirts. Uh, they're going to be off the site uh, by tomorrow. So I hope I get my shirt yeah, coming out. Culture's coming home, baby. Oh, so I got to buy tonight? Yeah, you got to. I got to buy tonight. You got to buy tonight. Yeah, I already gave you the money, didn't I? No. Oh, shit. Ready? Thank you guys. Siamo i campioni d'Europa!